All right. Uh, it is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. And Stephen Jones is set to join us right now here. We'll be talking to him about their big plans here on a day like this. And and here he is on the hotline. Thank you, sir. How are you doing? And a good afternoon. Good afternoon to you guys. So uh, what, what's the plan or what are you working on getting done on a, on a day and, and night like this one coming up where you don't have a first rounder? What's the day look like for you? It's, it's not uh... – you know, it's not really different. I mean, we like to pretty much have everything finished up and, you know, as they say, the hay's in the barn and uh, relaxing a little bit before we get started. And we'll go in that draft room like we always do and we'll, uh, uh, you know, work through it. And, you know, you you never know what's going to happen. But, uh, you know, more than likely it'll probably be a, uh, a day where we don't make a pick. But during a first round, how often would you say does that phone ring with teams looking to trade out of the first round? How many of those kind of calls do you think you'll take tonight? You know, we're so far back uh, in the second that usually teams don't want to drop back that far. And uh, so, you know, I don't know uh, that they'll be necessarily, uh, you know, picking up the phone, uh, you know, looking to trade because of, you know, the magnitude of what it takes, one, to make a move like that to go from the bottom of the second to the bottom of the first is you know really expensive and i just don't think it's going to be uh you know an option that's going to make a lot of sense for most so how many phone calls do you get leading up to the draft or during the draft about players on your roster right now about teams that are interested in perhaps players where you have a lot of depth and offer you draft picks you know not really a lot i mean you know obviously it's a you know if we hadn't signed d-law yet or Something like that, then you know you could be filling a lot more calls. But I think in general, uh, you know, I, I don't think it's a lot. I mean, we obviously keep our eye on situations, but I wouldn't necessarily say, you know, uh, you know, our lines have been burning up in terms of, uh, you know, looking at players on our team. I think they know we're happy with our team. I think they know, you know, that we, you know, are in a good situation with uh, with what we have, and you know, we. Hadn't really put any names out there in terms of players that we'd be willing to trade. I think we're happy with our roster and sort of something showing up. You never say never, but sort of something showing up that's really interesting that we think uh, makes us better. Then uh, I don't really see a uh, you know a, a situation evolving uh, over the next 24 hours. So there aren't any current conversations going on, and there have not been any recently uh, concerning your players. No. Uh, okay, how confident are you, Stephen, that you guys will be taking a running back at some point during this draft, uh, or could you still decide that, that just a free agent a signing would be the guy you'd want to go with? Well, it's certainly uh, we'll just have to see what's there, but it wouldn't surprise me if we took one. At the same time, uh, you know, that running back position, as we all know, uh, you know, there's good players that are out there, and there's probably going to be more good players after the draft's over in terms of people drafting some backs in this class and then maybe uh, clearing some cap space and letting some veterans go. So I could certainly see uh, either one of them or both uh, being a situation where we could draft one and we could sign a veteran or we could draft a couple. We're just, uh, you know, obviously they wouldn't be the same type of backs, but, uh, you know, I I could certainly see us uh, coming out of this draft with a back, but I certainly wouldn't have a problem if we, uh, you know, if we – if we ended up filling that situation with a veteran, if we uh, didn't see the right situation in the draft. So we're always trying to figure out who the first Cowboy draft pick is going to be. And this year it's going to be tougher to know than ever with 57 names having to come off before you guys pick. But 
What are the odds you think that it'll be somebody off of your pre-draft visitor list? We're just trying to narrow things down over here. I think there's a pretty good chance that could happen. I mean, we've kind of studied it, and obviously we've stacked our board uh, in a, you know, and looked at what could be there. And, uh, certainly there's a lot of guys that we like that uh, are not a lot. There's a handful of guys like that have a chance to be there and they're guys that obviously we did our homework on and and, and in particular we had them in to visit with them so uh, you know I think that's uh, you know there's a good chance that could happen. Steven you've talked to all your current players nobody's retiring on us tonight or tomorrow morning. <laughs> oh <are> no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we got uh, we got Witt back now I don't think we uh have anyone headed out the door here right at draft time but uh, that's a great point this time last year uh, we were visiting with uh, Jason Witten right about this time in, in terms of uh, his retirement and him going to the booth but uh, certainly great to have him back it seems like Chris Richard has been on a cross-country tour visiting and working out a bunch of these corners that are taller and longer guys how much is how much pull does he have when it comes to putting together the board or guys that you'll pick when you're on the clock? And also, I wonder, does that apply to your nickel corner spot, those same kind of things that he'd like to see, or do you guys view that as kind of a different position? No, I think, uh, you know, certainly Chris does. I mean, obviously he believes in playing defense and especially the back end. Uh, with a, You know, he loves to, loves to press him up and man him up and uh, – Certainly he has a prototype that he likes, and that certainly influences our scouts in terms of the type of player that can have success uh, in his system. So, yes, it certainly influenced, uh, you know, the way we uh, look at corners. And uh, certainly, uh, you know, the tall uh, corners with long arms are ones that uh, really seem to thrive in Chris's system. Uh, you know, can a guy get in the slot and, and be a little shorter? At some point uh, you can. Jordan Lewis has proven that he can – uh, go in there and uh, be productive uh, when you need to. At the same time, uh, you know, we don't want to have too many exceptions. And so since we have Jordan on the roster, uh, you know, it's highly unlikely that, uh, you know, you would see us taking, a, uh, you know, a corner that's, uh, you know, not at least six foot or better. Steven Jones with us. Now over at safety, do you do you feel like your need is bigger to find a sure tackler and a guy that's going to diagnose and be Johnny on the spot or a, or a guy that can – go up and get the football and, and take it back the other way if you had to pick. You certainly like, <laughs> you certainly like both. It's, it, it would like to have both of them. But, uh, you know, either one of them, I think, was, uh, you know, would certainly work. I, it's just so difficult uh, to find those safeties that make plays on the ball. And uh, uh, Xavier, we were fortunate to get him where we got him. You know, I think we were, uh, you know, pretty forthcoming in terms of, you know, we had him in there in the fourth round and gave up a fifth pick in uh, a future draft to get him there in the sixth round. And, of course, he's just been, a, uh, you know, even better than we thought he would be back there playing the post safety. So, you know, in a, in a perfect world, probably, a, you know, a strong safety is probably uh, the best fit, but it sure is unique if you have two guys and you start to look at playing a right safety and a left safety and uh, you got two players back there that can make plays on the ball, you're probably – Usually that means you're not quite as physical uh, in terms of uh, if you're missing that thumper type guy. Uh, but certainly uh, we all know uh, the way you win these games too is making plays on the ball, uh, taking the ball away and, 
it would be unique to have two safeties that could do that. So and then on the other side of the ball with Witten back and, and Cobb in the house now and Gallup doing what he did and Amari Cooper, do you feel like you have enough uh, touchdown-making potential there with your skill players, or in a perfect world, could that still be upgraded? Yeah, I mean, you always, if the right guy falls, I mean, there's some receivers in this draft that we think are unique and uh, that could help us out and, uh, uh, you know, that we take a look at. Obviously, Cobb's under contract for one year. And, you know, that goes back to, to the need deal. If we see a player there that uh, we think, uh, you know, shouldn't be there and we think he's a lot better than that and it happens to be a receiver, then we have to take a look because, uh, you know, as we said, Cobb's here for one year. Uh, Hearn's got one year left on his contract, and uh, you know I I, we, I feel good about where we are offensively. But as I said, it doesn't mean we wouldn't take uh, well, uh, whether it's a running back, an offensive lineman. We still would take a long, hard look at it if a guy drops. How well do you feel like you guys are set up at this moment? And how often does it happen that when you're on the clock, you just point to the very top of your board, you pick the very top player, you say that's the best player, turn in the card. That's probably rare uh, that it's, you know, especially if it's close. I mean, when you're talking about a, you know, a one, two, five versus a one, two, six versus a one, two, seven, I mean, you're, you're splitting hairs. Now, what you won't see us doing and hopefully not doing is saying, okay, we're going to pass on a one, two, two and go in the middle of the third and take a player. Uh, you know, I just don't think that's good business. And that's how you uh, end up with not having the uh, type of draft that you have. Usually, if you know, there's a couple of points different, uh, same round uh, player, and you know, you got a little more of an edge to scratch, uh, you know, at one position than the other, then you, you know, you, you'll do that. And I don't think that's a reach uh, when you're looking at something like that. But boy, if you got, we're sitting at the bottom of the second, and we got a first round graded player. I tell you, that's probably that's when you take that best player off when you go to work. You're the man, Stephen. We appreciate all your time, man. Thanks for jumping on with us. Thanks, guys. There he goes. Stephen Jones with us here on your home of the Cowboys, 105.3 The Fan.